0: I'm Scott McGowan.
1: And I'm Anne Marie Singleton.
0: Now, I think even for our listeners, too, I think what's important is um, we might be right, we might be wrong. But one thing is, is we're not afraid.
1: Right. And we have a point of view. And I think that people should hear it. And we're unscripted. We just have free reign for 20 minutes.
0: Welcome to Side Effects with an A. Welcome to Side Effects. I'm Scott McGowan. And
1: I'm Anne Marie Singleton.
0: We have a great guest with us today we do our good friend wally goma
1: welcome wally
0: thank you for having me and you are down in your uh you're down in dallas i'm in dallas texas uh with acap health in dallas so when we talk about uh acap um kind of unpack that for our listeners what is a cap what does it stand for sure so acap
2: a-c-a-p that stands for accountable care accountable patient and it was really a vision that was started uh, back in 2006 by myself and Den Bishop. Uh, Den and I are both uh, um, you know, employees and shareholders of Holmes Murphy Associates. And we really felt like the employee benefits industry needed to, to move the needle um, a little bit more forward towards what are we doing clinically uh, to help employers dealing with, uh, with clinical risk. And with healthcare costs, so we we really formed ACAP Health with a vision of really trying to really change and transform the space that we are in.
0: So that's interesting. I mean, one is we've been friends for a long time, Holmes Murphy. Uh, we look up to you guys, uh, and then we look uh, up to you guys too. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> but one of the things we talk about, you know, so in the distribution business, which is normally what most people think of as an insurance broker, right? Uh, and then you guys are obviously uh, part of C2, which, uh, you know, we, we collectively brought some brokers and then your thought process was, was around, Hey, how do we, how do we kind of alter the distribution model and look at a clinical based model, which was the evolution of ACAP? Does that make sense? Wally?
2: It does. And, and, you know, let me kind of unpack a little bit of what got us motivated to start ACAP health. If you really go back and reflect what was happening at that time in the industry around things like disease management and wellness. Everything was being measured on how many people participated. Right. And you had you know vendors coming in, sharing a report on performance for an organization's wellness plan and giving scores of, a, of an A or an A-plus because so many people participated in a health risk assessment or a biometric screening. But when we started to really unpeel some of the data behind it, we saw things like blood pressure, blood sugar, triglycerides. They weren't getting better. They continued to worsen at the same level with or without those programs being implemented. And I think it was really an aha moment that participation does not mean improved health. It's
1: not equal results.
2: Clinical results means we're actually improving health. And and at that time where we were, where we, were uh, we got very concerned that some of the employers that were early adopters of those strategies, those solutions, we're gonna step back and be pretty disappointed uh, that they didn't see improved health and ultimately financial impact.
1: It's interesting too, because you say ACAP began in 2006 and that's the year I joined this industry. So I, I didn't get to see what you saw before that, right? before what you saw, Scott, in this industry and what you saw, Wally. So when I came in in 06, I was starting to see what you're talking about, is the increase in participation was there and the studies started to come out in 06, 07, 08, showing increased participation. Then we started to see the studies come out that showed also worsening health and the disconnect between those two.
2: Yeah, you know, you look at that disconnect, it's a great point. The disconnect is the reason why I think employers have struggled and been so frustrated over the years with promises that if you just implement this program, implement this strategy, we're magically going to see the trajectory of healthcare trends be flattened. And with those promises and those assurances on return on investment, um, that were largely linked back to a lot of math crimes, uh, we now can step back from this and we look at it and realize that at the, at the real source and the heart of this was that we were not delivering clinical results.
0: Well, and, and you guys have invested heavily uh, in, uh, in people. So it's not only just looking at outside resources. What are all these things coming towards us and how do we help the employer and the patient? But um, you, you, have a, you have a significant staff, including physicians, inside of ACAP. We do. We do. Yeah. It
2: started with, you know, a few of us in inside of the walls of Holmes Murphy sort of incubating an idea uh, with a lot of hope that it could change the world. And uh, it has gone so much further than our wildest expectations. Today, inside of ACAP, we offer a variety of programs. One of our key programs is a, is a program called naturally slow on the surface sounds like a weight loss program, right? but really what is behind that is a program that was intentionally designed to take out of range clinical lab values around a condition known as metabolic syndrome uh, that leads to things like diabetes, heart disease, cancer. Um, It was really intended to reverse those risk factors and where we are today is we are the largest uh, digital technology provider in the industry delivering this clinical intervention to employers of all sizes uh, throughout the United States. Um, Obviously, we've been working with McGoll and for a lot of years as a strategic partner in helping us to take that those early ideas and really make them real in the industry.
1: Yeah, what's interesting about the program you just referred to, Naturally Slim, Wally, is it's a behavior modification program. Right, and so it, it actually changes the way people behave moving forward, which is why it's getting the results that I think that it's had over time. And, and for me, we went through the program um, as pilots, right, before we introduced it to our, our employers. Um, you know, I come from a pretty big Italian family, and I don't think I was ever hungry in my life until I did <laughs> the Naturally Slim program, right? And I learned the difference between hunger and an appetite, and so the things, and that stuck with me, right, I did that six years ago, or however, seven years ago, however long we did that here, um, those little things that you think, well, my workforce knows that, or people are educated, or there's so much information, um, unless you're intentional about it, and this program is, uh, it can it can really change lives.
2: Yeah, but yeah it's, um, you know, we just look at the most recent data on the obesity epidemic, it's not we're not winning this battle as a nation and really even more on a global basis. And if you, if you think about what we have tried to do as an industry, it's all been around education and motivation. But what the research shows is that if you ask a person that struggled with their weight, the calorie content of a muffin, they're probably going to know it. Right. And just telling somebody the calorie content of a muffin doesn't keep them from eating the muffin. Lack of education has really not been at the, at the source of our challenges. It's also not a lack of motivation, even though as an industry, we've put a lot of effort in trying to motivate people more. Um, the research shows that people that struggle with their weight, they think about losing weight almost every single day.
0: Well, even for our listeners, I think one of the things that you guys have been passionate about and what you've taught us to communicate is in regards to if metabolic syndrome is going to cost $6,000 or more per belly button as an employer, this solution can mitigate that by over 40%. This strategy, uh, for the most part, a lot of wellness initiatives are, what are you going to do to me? Does that make sense? I'm going to do yes, this wow. to you. And people, um, people just don't like that approach. Right. And when you think of uh, Naturally Slim, you think of it more in regards to, um, we're going to do this together with me. Wow. And it's a transfer, as Ann said, of a mindset in regards to my respect for food, my respect for myself emotionally. Mm -hmm. And it gives people kind of, because they do this alone. So you're not in a room with a crowd of people. You're not disclosing all of these different habits. You're actually getting a better understanding of your respect for food, that includes sugar, fat, things that quite frankly, um, I didn't know anything about. And, And I did it probably Five, probably eight years ago. Yeah, probably the same time. And I think total. um, I started exercising. I lost fifty pounds. I've kept it all off. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I love ice cream. I love (laughs) ice cream, and I love, and I, and I love, I love pizza, but I also have a new respect in regards to moderation. So what does moderation look like in uh, in Scott's life? And we've seen significant results in in the Naturally Slim program. Yeah. Not only not only in claims cost which that's a wonderful thing to happen. But I think the thing I love about it the most, it it gives people um, hope. It gives them a new hope. And it also gives them a way to where all of a sudden they're not going, they're not pinging up and down 15, 20 pounds
1: uh, over time. Mm -hmm. The keep-off rate is amazing. And one thing you said just a minute ago before we started to talk about this is the folks that you have there at ACAP. And so you mentioned this is not a motivational program. This is not you know, an education program, so to speak, in terms like we would know education. But this is a program developed by clinicians and also administered by, I mean, Marsha, who does most of the, the talking, is a clinician. And so this is steeped in, um, in the medical field, right, and understanding how this works for people in their lifestyle. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very, oh. Hey, hey,
0: your phone's ringing popular. Hey, that's your mom. You need to pick that up. (laughs) (laughs) We'll let that one go to voicemail.
2: So, you know, if if you think about and I appreciate your comment on on the clinical aspects of this program, it's really important. I always say this is not wellness. This is really a clinical counseling, clinical treatment program to the extent that for many organizations today, um, the way that they fund for the cost of the program is really through medical claims. Um, they, this is covered under the Affordable Care Act's definition as an essential benefit and covered as a preventive care claim. Uh, that, has, that has allowed employers to, um, to really capture this in, in the same mindset as you would getting a colonoscopy, a mammogram, or other preventive care services. It's designed to prevent disease. And if you kind of lift it up at a, big, at a big picture level, if we can reverse metabolic syndrome or obesity-related disease, it's, it's really two different names for something that's, that overlaps considerably. Mm-hmm. We really start to impact a large claim report. And as we all know, the difference between a, an employer having a good year in their medical claims or one that's not so good is really what happened around large claims. We've learned how in a matter of weeks to use technology so that at the click of the button, we can reverse clinical risk in a very clinical, quantifiable way. I like to say, the blood doesn't lie. You see it in the blood data.
1: Right.
2: We're now taking those learnings over the last decade and we've expanded it into other clinical areas that we feel have been gaps in the
0: industry. Well, I think also what you've done too, you back it up with science, Fair.
2: That's, that's true.
0: You don't sell food, right? You're not, not selling anything. Uh, and it's also, um, it's psychological warfare as well. So you're addressing that from a completely different angle. So as, as we talk about Naturally Slim, what are some other things that ACAP's doing that you're really proud of?
2: So I, I always start with a definition of the way we think of the employer's world. Um, you know, healthcare cost is a complicated item And we try to boil it down into the really simplest equation. So get your, get your math algebra ready. Price times use equals cost. Um, Naturally Slim has really been about trying to affect the use side, the utilization of healthcare, um, by doing things that reverse risk to the point that we don't have certain claims from happening. We've lowered the use. Um, right after we launched naturally slim to the industry, we got really excited about some work coming out of an organization, um, also in North Texas called compass professional health services. They were really the pioneers on what do we do that when a claim does happen, we make sure we get it from the provider that's going to deliver that care at the best possible price and quality. And again, if you think about the mindset of where we've been as an industry, It's always about being going, going network, going network, going network, but where you go really matters by clinical um, episode. And so this is a, again, about a 10 year old uh, initiative for us today. It has been proven to show that if we can have a patient go to the right provider at the right time for the right diagnosis, we can get such better outcomes and better unit cost as it, as it relates to the actual treatment of a patient. And if I if I go back to our definition of ACAP, um, AC, accountable care, are really the kinds of things we do with programs like Compass. Um, AP is really the kinds of things that we do around, around how we have helped the patient be more motivated around their health.
1: Yeah, and we've we we appreciate all the work you've done. We we've had great success, I think, with our clients in in utilizing both of those programs to help them control that cost. One thing you said that I think um, employers that are listening to this need to think about is we're avoiding future claims in many of this, and so that sometimes is a difficult thing for a financial person to get their their mind wrapped around um, in terms of we're we're claim avoidance, we're reducing future claims versus eliminating the claims that are happening right now we we can't eliminate those that are happening right now therefore the compass where we can mm-hmm. say we're connecting you with the right provider at the right cost at the right time and so it really has to come come at that from both sides
2: um, it does it does you know if I kind of think about our insurance industry more broadly and you think about the property casualty world you know the property casualty world especially with workers comp they look at risk related to employee injury and if there's a slippery floor, let's say, at a, at a facility they might, that employees keep falling on, they might tear out that floor and put in a more safer floor for individuals to walk on so there's less slips and falls and workplace injury.
0: I, I think um, one of the things, too, when, when, you, when you think about what we're talking about, is there's a perception in our industry that there's an app for that. <clears throat> and um, when we're talking about human condition, an app isn't going to fix it. So when right. I think of Naturally Slam and I think of Compass, what, what you have is it's backed by science. You have people, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it's humans talking to humans about real issues going on. And let's face it, a consumer probably doesn't want to talk to an insurance company.
1: Right, it's scary. Um,
0: and there are good insurance companies and there are bad insurance companies. And there are insurance companies that really care. But for the most part, the consumer wants, uh, that's why I think we've been successful. McGowan Braybender, Holmes Murphy, we care. Uh, and we're unbiased, so we're not lined up against any one entity, and it's one of the reasons why we've really appreciated our relationship with ACAP is, you know, you guys are thinking at this from like 60,000 feet. What else is out there? Uh, And we look to you to say, hey, Wally, Den, how can you guys help us mitigate this risk inside inside of our customers? When we think about the future, so you think about ACAP and the strategies, where we started, where you are, um, what's, what's next, what's next in, in Wally's world? Well, you know, we, again, we've been at Wally's world, that's scary.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we've been at this for, for a decade and, and, you know, one of the things we've learned together really between McGowan Raybender and Holmes Murphy is I want to go back to the comment you made about there's, you know, there's an app for that. These are not silver bullets that you just implemented and things magically happen it requires a very thoughtful strategy for how it is incorporated within an organization and Mm -hmm. every organization is different. Um, I know one of the things that we've partnered on is helping clients really go through and assess what do they believe their role should be and what are their core beliefs as it relates to their role in improving employee health and affecting um, healthcare costs in the equation that I described. Um, that requires advisors that don't just want to implement any program and, and expect it's yeah. gonna it's gonna solve the, the challenges right. but really think about it that is in a way that is culturally sensitive, sensitive and aligned with an organization.
0: And you have program. a lot of Fortune five hundred companies that have stood up and said, I want that. There's it, no question. Yeah, like a lot.
2: There is so so ACAP, you know, we, we work with organizations that, that really fit within the the industry size of that, that organizations like the Golden and Bray Bender and, and Holmes Murphy work with. One of the things that we've been fortunate is to work with some of the largest Fortune 50, Fortune mm-hmm. 500 companies. We work with large state governments, we work with federal employees. And at the end of the day, every organization, regardless of size, industry vertical, whether they're blue collar, white collar, gray collar, they all have a belief set.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And first deciding and, or first understanding what that belief set is helps then to decide how we're going to bring programs forward um, because it's not a silver bullet that you just implemented and it's just going to it's gonna solve, yeah. solve the day. So I really say that as a preface to your question on kind of what's next. Um, we are looking at a couple of things right now that we're really excited about. Uh, one is if you, if you really step back and you look at the data and what's affecting employers, it's hard not to look at what's been happening with pharmacy trend and specifically with specialty mm-hmm. pharmacy trend. Right. And when you drill down and you look at that a little more closely, so much of it is related to digestive disorders and digestive disease. Things like Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, IBS, very high specialty pharmacy spend I always you know tell our our clients just turn on network television watch the commercials at night find out what the pharmaceutical commercials are and you'll you'll know where we should be spending our time and our energy Um, we're taking what we've learned on digital technology to reach the masses at the click of the button and we're now looking at the digestive category as an example Um, Again, that really is a targeted intervention. And after the years of delivering different targeted interventions, uh, we're now moving to even look a little further downfield to say, if you assembled those interventions and you really re engineered the way health benefits and health insurance is designed from the ground core up, could you actually create a health plan that would disrupt and transform so many of the things that we've struggled with. And we're currently working on what we think will be uh, very transformative in the way health insurance is delivered to employees and the way providers interact with the insurance industry. Um, We are excited in the next few months to roll out what we call fixed Healthcare um, which is really an, is an insurance program designed to sort of build everything from the ground floor up the way we should have done it uh, from the beginning.
1: That's pretty exciting. That's really exciting.
0: Yeah, and even <laughs> for our listeners, I mean, I know um, we have a lot of people. I mean, they've they've got businesses to run. They're trying a lot of different innovations, and then we get super excited about uh, about this industry. And they've got a, some of them are like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> However what we are talking about is quite frankly, uh, and maybe we'll ask you to come on next time and we'll talk about the details around Fix Healthcare. Because it is yachting the, the current methodology. And uh, it's actually going way, way, way back to the future and collecting a lot of the things that worked before uh, and resetting uh, resetting the field and the players on the field. I've right. said even, with pharmaceutical, we've gotten to a bad place in America. When, we, uh, when we've created an ad for constipation for opioids, that's a bad place to be in this country. It's a terrible place to be in this country. Yes. Uh, and then we have people that really care about, hey, how do we jolt? How do we shift? How do we change the distribution methodology? How do we change the payment methodology? Um, how do we add more transparency and get the consumer on the field? Uh, and, uh, what you're doing is just really, really cool stuff.
2: It's, you know, it's, it's also pretty simple, right? If you look at any consumer industry, we go online, we evaluate things based on price. We evaluate things based on quality. And as a consumer, we make a decision based on all the information that's been provided to us on, are we willing to spend that amount? Healthcare because of the plan design complexities. Um, We joke all the time that, you know, people don't really know what coinsurance is. They call it coin insurance. It's just too complicated. And individuals at the end of the day just want it to be simple. Um, And if we start with a white piece of paper and instead of trying to modify things on the fringes, you just build it the way any consumer industry is built. It works great between the supplier it works great with the consumer and it just works simply and it just fixes things and that's why we call it fix healthcare
1: it's a really good point i think again you know coming into this industry in 06 and looking at it it has just been um, not without you know a good heart and good effort from a lot of people uh, of trying to fix healthcare right or to modify or change it but we're just making tweaks to a gigantic system that's been in place for a really long time and it's, it's not enough to move the needle. It's not enough to carry us forward. And so that's why I'm really excited about what you guys are getting ready to roll out.
0: Well, and it's brand new. Ooh. Go ahead, Scott. I think one of the things too that we would like to do is we'd love to bring you back on Side Effects. And uh, one is, thanks for your time today. Thank you. Um, thanks for caring about this business and, uh, and a completely different mindset than what I think most people think about. Uh, and then thanks for backing up this with a lot of resources. Physicians, specialists, people, belly buttons, massive strategy and technology. And data. And data, and a lot of data. Uh, that, quite frankly, it, uh, it matters. Uh, and so if our listeners wanna get information around ACAB, uh, we can put some information on healthierbirthdays.com. Uh, but I'm, I'm assuming you've got a website, you've got information or, uh, um, out there about what you're Mm -hmm. doing. Yeah, Yeah. a
1: nice blog site. I looked Mm -hmm. at your blog, it's very nice.
0: (laughs) Well, obviously
2: I'm, you know, I'm personally available, um, you know, but please do visit um, ACAPhealth.com, A-C-A-P-E health.com. Great way to just get in contact with us. Uh, We will be happy to share more about some of the ways we're trying to change the world. Um, It's a mission for us that uh, is bigger than than just uh, reducing cost it really is around trying to save lives.
0: Well, and we know you because we've met your people and uh, and you guys care. So thanks for putting a dent uh, in uh, in healthcare and hope you come back real soon as we talk about fix healthcare, which I'm really excited about, and um, have an amazing day.
1: Thanks, Wally. Okay, thank you very much. Everyone have a healthy day.
0: Thanks for listening and opening your mind. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach us at Scott at com
1: Or Ann at HealthierBirthdays.com. We hope you'll join us next time
0: on on Side Side Effects.
1: Effects.